Hello, I'm Becky and this is Fuzz and you're listening to the Hope and Mum and Dad podcast. This is episode 36 and we're going to talk to you about starting our first cycle of IVF and the medication and injection training that and we had the car that. parking in Portal. <laughs> Which is so good. Plentiful. Yeah, um, so since the last episode I mean, we're talking historically, but since the last episode yeah. and the things that went on then, we had our screening tests for our bloods because they'd lapsed and you have to have them um, like fresh within six months of having your first Which cycle. Which is kind of, it, it makes you really think like this whole stuff takes forever. It really does take a long time. Most time, you know, if, if a test that's good for six months lapses, um, we're lucky we've run out to do too. Yeah. There's probably people that are like... Doing more and more. Yeah. Yeah. So we had that. They all came back clear. Um, we had to go to the, the Heath Hospital for that Heath. in Cardiff. Um, and then following the that... Heath we, yeah, Hospital. Following that, we then went to Neath, Port Talbot <laughs> Hospital, um, to have our medication and injection training. Just to recap, Heath. <laughs> Neath. Why are you finding that so funny? Because you're hilarious. You don't even realise ah. it. Yeah, so do you remember going? Do you remember to having... Heath. No, Neath for the injection Neath. training. No, not really. She showed us all these like different boxes of medication. Um, the tiny vials that the medication comes vials. in. Vials. And how that you prepare the different injections. Because some of them come pre-prepared, um, but lots of them don't. Becky was there putting like a sugar rim around one of the pots, <laughs> just setting on fire. So they show you the um, sharps box that you get. They show you the different boxes and everything. I'm doing my hands for anyone I'm not watching. Next. I'm not really doing much. So. Mm -hmm. um, and that was interesting. It was overwhelming the information, and we were like, "Can we film you doing this?" And they wouldn't allow that. Absolutely not. But they do give you these leaflets with QR codes that you can scan. And I think you Did can... Did you ask? Are you serious? Like, I don't remember asking if you could film them doing it. Yeah, I think so. And we um, we also... I've forgotten my train of thought. We were asking them about injections. It was overwhelming. They yeah. said, this is how you do it, blah, blah, blah. And they, then we were like, can you show us again? And they did they, it differently. And we were like, huh, which one's the right one? Yeah, yeah. And they were like... Uh. So that was um, useful. Um, they do it all on like a tiny little dummy bad. piece of skin. That sounds bad. It wasn't that bad. It, it was. It bad. was like, it was. You know, like when you pick up a pen the wrong way or something and mm. it's upside down. But we were so like wired. Yeah. We were like, that's not right. That's so not they, right. on this that's tiny right. dummy piece of skin, which is literally, um, I don't know, smaller than a regular envelope. Smaller for than anyone a, listening. Smaller than a pizza. And about this big. Smaller than a pizza, larger than a stamp. It's way smaller than a pizza. Anyway, they t show you to pinch an inch of skin and inject yourself there. They show you the different um, types of syringes. So there's a different type of syringe needle to prepare the injection with the solution and a different kind of needle to actually inject yourself. Mm. Um, so they talk to you about the different colors and the different things that go together. Some of them are solutions and that as well, aren't they? Yeah, it's a lot. Some of them come pre-packed and some of them don't. So you have to mix them all up and you feel like a scientist. <laughs> and because we've done this all, we're filming this all in post, there's actually highlights and not reels, but highlights and clips of me doing yeah. that um, so being, on yeah, our Instagram page. So don't you can read too much into it. All the information is coming out in order. Yeah. But if you, it would, but that, what, that would only affect people that have actually 
already been following and have yeah. seen some stories. What I would say to They're everyone time though, travelers, is it is overwhelming, but it's not too bad. And the clinic are always there if you need to ask or ring them for mm. questions that need to be answered. And there is a lot on YouTube of um, medical videos from the NHS explaining to you how to prepare the injections and how to mm. administer them. They wrote down everything you needed to do, when you needed to, to do it and it was just written down yeah. easy. So it was quite scary as well, kind of like going through it, thinking about injecting yourself. Um, because, you know, if you do get it wrong, it's a bit of a worry, like, will everything work following this? Um, but it was okay in the end. Um, we came out, you have I to I found go it quite tough, but <laughs> I don't know. Somehow, Becky, you were okay. We you? found, um, we came- I'm, we so, I'm joking, because I didn't do I anything. I literally just- We um. We went down to the pharmacy in the hospital to collect all the things and they give you these, everything, it's just so much stuff, they mm. give it you all in like a gift bag so you feel like you've just got a present, which you're really excited about it anyway because and it's I, something super exciting that's happening. But yeah, Becky was like, oh wow, they're treating us like, you know, we're, it's like a day in Harrods or whatever. <laughs> and Harrods is like a posh shop that does nice bags, I think. I think most people know. But some people in America and stuff might not know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the I said, oh, because there's lots of needles and sharps and stuff. And mm. I said, oh, do you give them out? Do you give all the needles and everything out in, in these disguised bags? Because people might want them. And it's like a higher risk thing. And they were like, no, you're a weirdo. Why are you saying <laughs> that for? And I was like, they were like, okay. mm, he's interested in drugs. <laughs> no, I'm aware of it. Like, yeah, you're just aware of the dangers. Well, I don't know. Well, you'd think it's they're strange. free for people that want needles they should be able to get them for free yeah but i guess they don't i remember going somewhere up north randomly which is probably why i thought about it but like i went to a fast food restaurant up north and they had all the lights in the in the bathroom were blue mm. and i've never seen that ever i've like lived in south wales i've been out in london different parts of the north lived in south korea been to america never ever have i seen just complete blue lights everywhere and i said and I was like, oh, why have you got all the blue lights in the in the toilet? And the woman looked at me like, as if I was uh, special. Obviously, it's for the But then realised, I was like, yeah. yeah. She was like, yeah, it's to stop people, you know, shooting up. Yeah. So that was like a really big deal, that appointment, because obviously we got our medication, we were trained how to use it, and it was kind of like a waiting game then. Um, so following that, we were able to start... So we were waiting just to... Because I'm kind of going through the same experience as the listeners. Because no, I can't remember... It. But I can't remember it in, in, in as vivid detail as you. Yeah. So, so I'm that was just going to clarify. May. Yeah, and then we were waiting for... Day 21 of my cycle. Scans and follicles and stuff. We had to wait for... We got the medication. It was in the house, all ready to go. Lots of it, FYI, you need to store in the fridge. Mm -hmm. So make sure you've got a nice And you've got to make sure your fridge is good. Fridge. Yeah. By putting a thermometer in the fridge, which we did. Yeah, just to make sure it's the right temperature. Mm. Um, and then we had to wait for day 21. I hate our fridge, by the way. We've got, I've got to tell people this, I really do, because you guys break it up. But our fridge is the wrong way around. It's the freezer on top, the fridge on the bottom, and you have to get on your hands and knees to get anything out of the bottom. He's been dramatic, not your hands and I knees. I hate it. Oh, you do, because there's, like, there's a broccoli in there from like 1974. <laughs> like, it's just at the back. We haven't even had the fridge that long. That's. You weren't alive license. then? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah. New, new fridge. 
Yeah, one day we'll get a new fridge. So we were waiting for day 21 of the cycle to start the norethisarone, which is those tablets I've talked about before to take control of your cycle. So we started doing that um, and then we did that for as many days as they told us. And then finally we got day one of my cycle. So I started stopped taking them. It took about two to three days after stopping taking them for the bleed to arrive. And then I had to phone the clinic. On day one, we went for COVID swabs and we started the process. We started injecting on day two of my cycle following the COVID swabs. Um, they don't tell you whether they're good or bad, the COVID swabs. I guess they'd phone you up and say, oh, actually you've got COVID, the, the cycle's canceled. But if you haven't Such got COVID, you just don't hear from them. So I wonder how, we were lucky we didn't hear from I them. But I wonder like, if you get COVID and it was mild, then it could have, and you did get COVID, the IVF cycle could have gone ahead okay. It couldn't but because you have it. to get scanned on day eight and all the other days in between yeah. um, and have another COVID swab so that it would never be able to go ahead because you need to go back to the clinic to be mm. monitored. It's really messed things up. Like yeah, that. so I was super nervous about starting the injections on cycle day two after we'd had the COVID swab. We decided that I would take, I would take them on my own and inject myself rather than fuzz doing them because yeah just i kind of Lots becky of was like oh why didn't you be and i was like in my head i don't know because i'm so aware of like how it's it's a complete unknown right everyone gets excited at times and then they also get pessimistic at times and stuff i'm trying to treat it i'm trying to just just take myself away from it and not get like ooh, let's do it together it'd be a special moment it's like it's a thing, it's like drinking a glass of water or taking a pill, mm. in my head, which is really pessimistic, so you don't have to be like me, mm. but this is just the way that I am. Becky was like, oh, do you want to do it with me? And he'd be like all special and stuff, and I'm kind of like, and I said, uh, no, <laughs> because I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. And you're more than capable of doing it on your own. And I didn't want to like put a downer on you, I, I didn't want to put a downer on it for you and be like, don't get excited and all this stuff. I didn't say anything like that, but yeah. for me, I just wanted to be like, yeah, we're just getting our, keeping our head down, doing what we've been told to do, not getting carried away, not getting too excited. Yeah, I There's think I would have liked you to have done some with me. I was happy doing most of it. But when I think about it, if you'd have actually done it and I was like pinching my skin, waiting for you to come, yeah. I feel like I would have backed away. Yeah. Whereas I, when you're doing sure. it yourself, you have control, so you just know. And it definitely gets easier. It and what if I mess one up and then yeah. we, it was like the weekend and we couldn't get I one started, from the pharmacy. And, uh, yeah, I started by icing my skin so that I wouldn't feel it, you know, to numb my skin a little bit. Um, so that's how I started doing it with an ice pack. But I mean, after two or three days, I was just pinching my skin and stabbing myself with no second thought. Um, it just becomes like really easy. Although I would say, even though I was doing it every day, there were a few times when... I did things in slightly the wrong order or used the wrong needle and wasted a couple of them, um, which was a bit stressful, but it everything worked out, it was fine. Um, mm. And we've done, like I said in the last episode, quite a few videos, um, just little quick ones. Um, There's lots of stuff running around. I'm just looking because we're on a different studio. Um, 
I've gone, I just randomly checked. Things are still running. Check, we're still recording. Yeah, so it gets a lot easier. And what I would say, just tips and tricks. I mean, you can ice it if you want to, to numb the area. Although I didn't find that it helped much. Um, there's different, um, the different kind of injections or medications have different reactions. So the Mario Furt was no problem. Obviously, um, you start kind of getting little bits of bruising depending on your skin type and what you like. Um, you meant to take one on one side and then the next day take it the opposite side. But if you're injecting two on one day, you do it the same side. Um, yeah, just, you have to just like trial and error it. Maybe ice your skin, don't yeah. try it with, try it without. Um, it'll, it'll be fine wherever you And do. if you're really nervous about it, just like try and have a shake it off or like play some music that makes you feel happy and like less worried. And then always celebrate it after. Like, yeah, I just did it, I'm amazing. And maybe get some, I don't know, have a Treats. high five or a, a hug or chocolate bar. have a chocolate bar or a piece of chocolate. I don't know. Do something that will make you feel happy, whether it's like walking the dog or reading a book. I don't know. You just need to treat yourself because it's amazing that you just did that. Um, and I know that lots of people deprive themselves in the IVF, uh, IVF cycles because they're being super healthy and, you know. A chocolate bar is not going to hurt you. No, it? super healthy. But if you do it for eight days straight and have chocolate every day, whole chocolate bar, that might be too much. So sometimes people have like, get a box of chocolates and have one. I don't know. Well, that's it to them. And we're, yeah. not, we're not doctors. So don't listen or to nutritionists. Us, I yeah. would guess in our circumstance, mm. if I saw Becky eating a chocolate bar, I wouldn't be like running over and slapping her <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't. I can't remember what I did, but it, like I said, it just yeah, became second. <laughs> it became second nature, and I remember there were a couple of times where I nearly forgot to do it, or I was a bit late doing it. So I definitely would say it's really important to set an alarm on your phone so you remember. Um, there was only what one. What I would suggest, if it was me, because mm. I'm different to you, is I'd get a piece of paper and I'd write out each bit you got to do. Yeah. With a square next to it and then stick it on the wall, and then once you've done it, you tick the box. The clinic give you a chart like that to tell you what yeah, to do and what Yeah, it's, it's but it's a, it's a paper you're scared to make rough and stuff because nah. they're giving it to you. I mine's, just make my own Mine's one. messy and scribbly because they give it to you, so why mm. make work for yourself? Use what they give you. And um, yeah, if you have to take it out and about and do it on the road or while you're away. It has to be refrigerated. Yeah, just make sure you've got ice packs and stuff. Not all of it, it depends on the type of injection and medication you have it's not a big deal so you just there, plan around there it. was only one we had to do while we were away and that's when because this was like the beginning of wedding season so a big deal for fuzz because he's a wedding photographer mm. so we were about to do a wedding and we went to stay with our friend Geraldine. and if so, you're getting married you can hire myself and becky <laughs> to yeah. photograph and video your wedding that would yeah. help us so while we were away, Geraldine was up for doing an injection. I was on two injections a day by then. So I did one and showed her and she did the second one. Mm -hmm. um, and that was cool. She really found that fun. <laughs> she enjoyed stabbing me with a needle. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'd started the Mary Effect and then by the 7th of June, we had our first scan, checking out the follicles. They all said that they looked like they were doing well that everything was like going the right way. So to continue with what I was doing, they told me when at that point, what date to start the Cetratide. And then I was called back two days later to have another scan. Um, to check your To, to check my follicles again, one more time. Um, at this scan, um, they could see that more were there and everything was 
going well um, and they just said that they decided they'd want to do another one. So I ended up having three scans. I think it's common to have two, but they sometimes do three. They weren't gonna up my medication. They carried on with everything as it was. Um, and they just reminded me to take two to three liters of water a day because you have to be careful that OHSS is where you have too, um, where your ovaries get too big. So I guess like having a high protein diet at the time and making sure you drink plenty of water helps reduce that risk I think and just keeps everything ticking over nicely. So we went back on the 11th of June for the third and final scan where they said they could see seven to eight mature eggs in in my follicles no seven to eight mature follicles not eggs mm. so when they, each follicle could have an egg yeah each follicle that they see could have an egg in it and um, they can't say whether the egg would be mature or not but they could see seven to eight mature follicles so we were like oh great like maybe we'll have seven to eight eggs um they also said because i would be doing it for a couple more days carrying on uh with the medication that there might be more follicles once they do egg collection um, but they can't say, but they said there were definitely some seven to eight mature ones. So we were like quite pleased with that. I think from numbers you hear on Instagram and online, seven to eight mature ones doesn't sound like a lot. So don't be like spun out by but the number of eggs or follicles we'll or anything else. We'll go on to that in a minute because about. it's like, yeah, they're all viable in different ways. And yeah. So like, um, you could have... 20 eggs and it could all be not very good yeah which is terrible but we're only saying that to people who might be going through it and you might have a low number yeah don't let it get you down yeah it doesn't matter because yeah. you only need one so that fi final scan they said it would be the final one they booked me in for egg collection and they told me to take my trigger shot on the 12th of june I think at 9 30 in the evening and this one is super time specific so you have to make sure that you do that one right although I was shitting myself excuse the French but um I couldn't it was it's this trigger injection is completely different to all the other ones that you have it was a pre-loaded one that I kept in the fridge so I didn't need to prepare it in any way but the nozzle was really different to like there was no no nozzles on the other because they were all ones I had to prepare myself and I couldn't undo it so it was like I don't know 9.28 and I couldn't get it off and I was worried that if I got it off I'd snap it um so it was a really stressful really, that's one thing that they could have had gone a, over. they could have had a dummy one to yeah. show you it was a bit much didn't you phone them I didn't phone them it was 9 30 in the evening they wouldn't yeah. have been there but um I got it off in the end I think I managed I panicked phoned my mum was on the phone to her like I don't know what to do I was even showing her and eventually I got it off mm. and I yeah I got it out and stuck it in my belly and it was fine and then we just had to wait a few days for no maybe it was the next day I can't remember egg collection I think that ended up being the 16th of June I can't remember I'll have to go yeah, back and check my notes yeah we're trying to recap everything because like we said things have been a bit crazy or whatever but yeah I, and all this time it's just horrible waiting in between ah like, here you go it was two days later the 14th of june yeah was my i remember just waiting though and thinking oh, mm. like yeah just because you like i was like oh don't fall over don't trip up don't do this yeah but that that doesn't really help you i think as well normal life, once you've pulled the trigger you don't take any more injections so i had one day without 
any injections and then the 14th was egg collection mm -hmm. and it's quite um nerve-wracking well it was for me because i've never had any procedures at all apart from breaking my arm i've never had to go to hospital for anything and that wasn't that serious so it didn't have to be an inpatient or stay overnight um and obviously you don't when you have egg collection usually um so i was a bit apprehensive but you know had to well i stayed positive and like went ahead with an open mind <laughs> and that um we'll tell you more about that in the next episode because i think that's the next big thing that happened having the egg collection and finding out from the embryologist yeah but the whole given the injections and waiting for egg collection is like a pain yeah do you think i did a good job anyway yeah you did the injections <laughs> yeah like i said you can go and see on instagram some of the videos which are proper cringe by the way it's not easy like talking to film and camera but oh. we hope that were they all done off your phone yeah, no they were done on camera like this oh, so we and might even post a... yeah i hope you they're not too cringy because all we all the the reason we're doing all of this is just so, so that, you can see people who are going through it yeah can have a bit of an idea of what's going to happen and what it's like and how you might feel and if yeah if you don't need to go through it yeah you just might totally normal to feel nervous totally normal to feel apprehensive totally normal to be like me and be like nervous and worried sometimes but then totally chill it's just in also normal thing. to be excited it is an exciting thing mm -hmm. um although it does annoy people sometimes when people say oh exciting but it, I it annoys people include it annoys people that you get excited about stuff it annoys people that you get negative yeah. about stuff it annoys people when other people are, hmm. it, everything's annoying you can't keep everyone happy all the time but the main thing when you're going through this process is that you are keeping yourself happy and if you have a partner that you're going through it with as well that they're happy too and that you're just talking to each other openly and that you're supporting each other however you do that i mean mm. Fuzz was so good, like he would make dinner all the time and I make even dinner though, all the time anyway. Yeah, you do, but you ran me baths and you like I do help me put my do feet that up. That kind of stuff a lot. Anyway. You do, you do, but I mean like so you I were extra I, I extra sensitive. Normal, I think. No, you were extra sensitive and nice during that time, which was good. Because you were busy because it was wedding season, so mm. thanks for that. Yeah, so we'll uh, talk to you a bit more about egg collection. I, yeah, next in our episode, next episode. Egg collection. Yeah. We'll see you later.